Hello and welcome to the Minimum Competence episode for Friday, February 10th, 2023. I'm your host for today, Andrew Leahy, a tax and technology attorney from New Jersey. Today, we'll be discussing an update to the MetaBurk and NFT trademark story, the renaming of a law school, hazardous monkey brain pathogens, and the constitutionality of criminalizing derogatory speech about political candidates. Let's jump in. First, that update to the MetaBurk and NFT story from earlier in the week. The recent victory for Hermes International SA against digital artist Mason Rothschild over the MetaBurk and non-fungible tokens has left the free speech dispute underlying the case unresolved. A nine-person jury in Manhattan Federal Court found that Rothschild's NFTs, which linked to digital images of Hermes's famous Birkin handbag covered in colorful faux fur, infringed on Hermes's trademark rights. However, the U.S. Supreme Court is set to review another trademark case, which will test the boundaries of free speech balancing tests. The jury in Rothschild's case determined that his NFTs were not protected by the First Amendment. Rothschild's attorneys attempted to argue that his NFT art was protected under the Rogers test, but the judge disagreed. The specific language of the jury instructions could be potentially reviewed by an appeals court. The Supreme Court will soon hear the case of Jack Daniels Properties, Inc. v. VIP Products, LLC, which will scrutinize the selfsame Rogers test. Legal observers have argued that the case has put a chilling effect on other artists who want to use trademarks in their artwork. The College of Law at St. Thomas University in Miami, Florida, has been renamed the Benjamin L. Crump College of Law, making it the only law school in the U.S. named after a living black attorney. David A. Armstrong, the president of St. Thomas University, said that this is a step in bridging the gap between the legal profession, law enforcement, and the community. Benjamin Crump, the attorney for whom the law school is named after, has represented families in several high-profile cases, including the families of Trayvon Martin, George Floyd, and Breonna Taylor. The only other law school in the U.S. named after a black attorney is the Thurgood Marshall School of Law at Texas Southern University. The U.S. Department of Transportation is investigating Elon Musk's brain implant company, Neuralink, over the illegal movement of hazardous pathogens. The investigation was prompted by a letter from the Physicians Committee of Responsible Medicine, an animal welfare advocacy group who had obtained emails and other documents that suggest unsafe packaging and movement of implants removed from the brains of monkeys. These implants may have carried infectious diseases in violation of federal law. The Department of Transportation took PCRM's allegations seriously and is investigating to ensure that Neuralink is in compliance with federal regulations and to keep workers and the public safe. PCRM also found instances where UC Davis employees were urging immediate biohazard training for Neuralink employees following incidents that had caused contamination concerns. Neuralink has been under a federal investigation over potential welfare violations, and some of its staff have made internal complaints about experiments being rushed, causing needless suffering and deaths to animals. A federal appeals court has ruled that a North Carolina law that criminalizes derogatory speech about political candidates is likely unconstitutional. A quick note, this story contains a content warning for a brief reference to sexual assault crimes. The Fourth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in Virginia ruled in favor of Democratic North Carolina Attorney General Josh Stein, who had hoped to avoid prosecution for an ad that implied his 2020 opponent had failed to prosecute numerous crimes of sexual violence. The North Carolina law makes it a misdemeanor to publish or circulate derogatory reports about candidates. The Fourth Circuit said the law likely violates the First Amendment because it appears to criminalize truthful derogatory statements and it applies only to political candidates in a primary or an election and only to derogatory statements that are intended to affect a candidate's chances. The court declared that it is an impermissible content-based distinction. Thank you so much for listening to this Friday edition of Minimum Competence, your daily news podcast for lawyers. 
If you're looking for more than minimum competence, links to further reading on all the topics touched on today are in the show notes. If you have any questions or story suggestions, find us on Mastodon on the esq.social instance. We also have a link aggregator in the Fediverse at links.esq.social, where some of our stories will be sourced from, so feel free to sign up and submit there. We are especially interested in legal happenings from our listeners outside the United States. If you have an interesting case or story, consider recording a 30-second to two-minute clip on your phone and sending it in. We'd love to run it. Contact information is in the show notes. Minimum Competence is part of the ESQCast network of podcasts and streams on esqstream.com. Catch you back here on Monday, and until then, open your mind and heart to your minimum competence.